Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the Olive Magazine podcast, a weekly slice of food and drink chat brought to you by the team behind Olive Magazine. I'm Janine, Olive's food director and podcast host, and this is episode 185. This week, digital editor Alex chats to one of the UK's most loved Spanish chefs, Jose Pizarro, about a part of Spain that's very close to his heart, Andalucía. They discuss regional dishes, quirky cultural dining habits, and Jose's favourite local spots to visit in Seville and beyond. Hi there, I'm Alex, I'm Olive's digital editor, and today I'm with Spanish chef Jose Pizarro to chat about all things Andalusia. So Jose is one of the UK's most loved Spanish chefs, uh, originally from Extremadura. He's lived in London for more than 20 years, haven't you? And owns four restaurants now and spent considerable time in the southern region of Andalusia, culminating in his fifth cookbook, Andalusia. I've said Andalusia about five times so far. <laughs> um it's just I just thought I'd note that usually when um we do a podcast, we have these um microphones, and I usually say can you please hold it quite still? But Jose's come up with a great idea of putting <laughs> them in Kilner jars because he's so expressive and excited about talking about Andalusia that he we now have them in these very funny makeshift holders. So I'll use that trick for next time. So, Jose, when we talk about Andalusia, there's a lot to cover. So we could be here all day, but we're not going to bore Today you. Today and tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's geographically the second largest region in Spain, ranging from whitewashed mountain hilltop towns to laid-back coastal towns and culturally rich cities. But as your book is titled Recipes from Seville and Beyond, I guess Seville is a good place to start. <laughs> Definitely. It's, it's a, place to, uh, it's a place to start and to stay. Right. To Even live. To live. Right. Uh, or just to visiting for 24 hours, really. Yes, yeah. So it's worth mentioning, isn't it, Jose, that uh, to be warned if you're planning a visit to Sevilla as it gets unbearably hot in the summer. Because I used to live in a coastal town called Tarifa and uh, in the summer it was literally flooded with Sevillanos trying to escape the... Is it 40, 50 degrees here? can go until 47 degrees. That yeah. is, like, mental. Nothing. <laughs> it's, why, it's why we have siestas. Oh, yeah, of course. From, I will say, from 12 until 12, you cannot move. No. Even, if, even through the evening, through the night, it's, uh, it's really, really hot. It's why everyone to escape to Tarifa, to Aracena, the mountains, or to anywhere. But knowing, uh, well, I made a mistake and I took my partner uh, to Andalusia in summer in August, and we went to Sevilla, Granada, oh, no. Cordoba. Cordoba, I remember going there. And I was like, oh. and someone was telling me, are you sure that you are going to, you know, I was crazy busy, just Peter never went there before. Uh, yeah, 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 let's do it, let's do it. I really want to take him, I really want to take him. And I said, are you sure? And I never thought why she was asking me, are you sure? Because, you know, my mind was like, 
and uh, uh, definitely it's a gorgeous place to go, but try to go in different time of the year for when those was, places. When would be the best time? Uh, uh, spring, definitely spring? for me. Yeah. For me to go to Sevilla in the spring with all the uh, orange are in blossom. Oh, lovely. And you just can walk from Barrio de Santa Cruz or, and just, uh, you just will be... I will, you cannot say hi in the smell because that sounds wrong, but you can get... Heady. Heady. It's, kind of, it's, yeah. a, it's a wonderful thing to do. Yeah. Well, so, so if you had 24 hours in Seville, what would you do? Okay. Obviously, focusing on eating and drinking. <laughs> eating and drinking, I think, is very important. Uh, each two places that you must stay, or I like to stay, is in is Alfonso XIII. If you like that kind of the whole fashion hotel, mm -hmm. it's uh, full of uh, tiles, the proper Andalusian tiles, Lovely. all with all the uh, the drawings and, and things like that. And it's, it's really wonderful. And then it's another one called Abades. Abades is in, in Triana. And you can see the whole from there. It's a lovely restaurant. And then, but then you can see as well all the, the city. You can see the Torre del Oro is where uh, the gold came from America in, 19th, in the 16th century. Definitely, it's a very good place to stay. Uh, breakfast, you must go to Las Columnas. Las Columnas are in Barrio Santa Cruz. Okay. Uh, and you have to have Pringa. 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 What's that? And coffee. Pringa is, is a kind of uh, every type of meat, beef, uh, uh, morcilla, black pudding, chorizo, boiled together, and then just chop it and put in a in a sandwich. Mm. Is that a traditional Andalusian breakfast? It or is. is it well, specific it's, I don't know. Sevilla? It's typical, but it's one of my favorite things to do. Mm. Definitely, okay. uh, it's a, a, a gorgeous um, waitress there. Then always when I arrive, she made me smile. Oh. Even, I, even, yeah, I'm quite grumpy sometimes in the morning. <laughs> well, it's the morning now. So. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, but then you, can, you have to go a walk around Barrio Santa Cruz. You can go uh, to Reales Alcáceres, where the old palace for the king and queen of Spain. Um, then you will take quite a lot of time for that, but definitely you have to go for lunch, lunch to Bodeguita Romero. Bodeguita Romero. Romero. Uh, where you have amazing uh, patatas aliñas. Patatas aliñas is as simple as boiled potatoes with um, green peppers, onions, olive oil, and vinegar. Sherry vinegar. Mm. As simple as that, but it's just unique. I just love it. With a nice glass of sherry. That of is a very good place to have so many different sherries. Yeah? Then, <clears throat> excuse me, Ah, Bodega San Jose. You must go to Bodega San Jose. The lady, the owner, should be around 80, maybe, oh. 85. And she makes the best white anchovies, boquerones, in the world. Yeah, so, yeah, ask for boquerones if you want anchovies mm -hmm. in Spain. Um, definitely is a thing to do. Um, after that, it's more places around. Mm -hmm. you know, where yeah. you can just and because everyone's out in the streets aren't <clears> they in the in the bars spilling out onto the pavement it's a beautiful place it's beautiful to... because it, uh, in spring in Seville we'll say it's around between 28 to 30 degrees more or less then it's just still pretty hot <laughs> it's pretty hot but you know but pleasant pleasant yeah pleasant you have to go to the cathedral Yes, you must go to the cathedral, and definitely um, La Giralda. 
you have to walk to La Giralda. It's a beautiful, beautiful um, more building. It's a tower. It's the, the tower of the cathedral. And uh, I think it's quite few floors up, but it's worthy the views. Right. Mm? I haven't done that yet. And after so lunch, and after a few glasses of sherry, oh. definitely is a very good thing to do. Okay. Yeah? A bit drunk. <laughs> Maybe after that, have a 20-minute siesta. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, and after 20 minutes, yes, that you must go to a tabla flamenco. Oh, you must see yeah. a very good dancer. Because and you can, I think it's worth noting that I think sometimes people think, oh, flamenco, a lot of flamenco places will be a bit over touristy, but you can really find some true, authentic um, stuff, can't you? And you will, I'm telling you, I've been lucky enough to be a few times to see them. And... Uh, Oh, look at me, talking now. Oh, wow, goosebumps. Yeah, it's just... Uh, it's very special. It's very special because it's bringing to you and you see the passion, the 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 hurts, because they feel hurt, they feel happy. That is something, it's something very, very special. Mm. And it's one in La... Um, in, uh, how do you call that? In um, Barrio de Santa Cruz, in Plaza de Santa Cruz, is called Los Gallos. Los Gallos. 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 Huh? Beautiful. Seriously. Ah. And it's not too long. It's, it's touristy because, you know. Yeah, of course. It is. Sometimes but, touristy places are actually great because they're, they're touristy for a reason. <laughs> yeah, but it's still very good and authentic. That's what we like. Yeah. Um, definitely, so, maybe after that, you have to go for some, again, another tapeo. Um, La Moneda is a very good place to go. Uh, um, and then maybe after that you must go no maybe not after that you must go for a lovely gin and tonic gin tonic um, right yeah and it's a hotel called M. M. and they have the most wonderful terrace on the top Ooh, and okay. from that terrace you must uh, you, you will see the cathedral with the lights oh, on beautiful because um, there's lots of gins in Spain, mm, specifically in Spain, aren't they? Popular. My favourite is Gin Mare. Gin Mare. I love it. It's I, so savoury and herbaceous. I love it. It's mm. one from Sevilla. Ooh. It's Puerto de Indias. Okay, and what's and that like? it's made with uh, strawberries. Interesting. And then we see Puerto de Indias, strawberries, you think so, because there's so many synthetic flavours, mm. and this is made with proper... Uh, strawberries from Andalusia is wow. really wonderful. And when you are sitting there, and the bottle is beautiful because it's made with La Torre de Loros, the golden tower that we say before. Sí. And you just drinking there, watching the the cathedral. You know, it's just it's pretty special. Sounds know? lovely. It's, um, I think everyone's going to be booking a trip to Sevilla. I, I will go <laughs> with you. Just let me know. So let's talk about Andalusian dishes more generally, mm-hmm. um, because so Andalusia is actually divided into eight provinces, mm-hmm. isn't it? So when I asked you this question, you, you, obviously there is a lot of um, influences from the Moors, etc., which we can talk about later. But each specific region has its own, you know, main dish, doesn't it? Yeah, it's or main dish or So what what would you where should we start? Like oh, what do you think? It's what's very, your favourite thing to eat when you go there? Like it's a, it's, a, it's so complicated because like we say Seville is so diverse. Sí. It's going from the mountains to the sea to to, to the hot from uh, um it's quite complicated. It's a lot to talk. But 
I, if you go to Malaga, mm-hmm. you must have espetos. Espetos? Espetos. I don't espetos know what that is. Espetos sardines put in a stick, yeah? And they are uh, grilled just like that. It's, just, it's a stick, too. They put like four or five, um, four or five like sardines. a skewer thing. It's like a skewer, yeah? Yeah. And then just straight to the grill. Right. And is it always seafood is it? or is it... Um, sardines, yes, oh, sardines. sardines. Ah. and it's just that. Like oh, that. I've got a picture here. That, eh? that doesn't it, help our listeners, but it looks beautiful. It's all like crisp and charcoaly on the outside. That mm. in the beach because it's done in the beach. As you can see the 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 the, the, the sand. Yeah, the there. sand here as well. On a on a, it's like on a wooden yes, skewer, yes, isn't it? Amazing. Proper, do they make proper. that on the like on the beach or is it in restaurants? You know how they do they do they in the them? beach normally yeah. in oh, the that chiringuitos. Sounds great. See, and uh, but they normally do as well in the restaurant. But if you are in the beach and you are be able to go to Malaga and have one of those with a beer, nice. see the sunset coming down, you are a winner. Yeah, that sounds great. And also far from, I think, the Malaga, a lot of people think of as Brits. We think of Malaga, well, I don't, but like you think of Malaga as very like Magaluf and like that, all mm. of that kind of um, vibes. But actually yeah. it's beautiful. So, so authentic and really old world Spain. I think it's, it's really important to go into. stunning. Yeah. The people are, yeah, so many very touristic areas, mm. but if you just go to the back where the local go, and um, if you are be able to go the proper beaches where where is um, very relaxed mm. and like we say, everyone coming from Seville to escape from escape <laughs> from, from the, the hot, and, and then the you have uh, one of these espetos with a cold beer, like we say, watching the sunset. Beautiful. It's just beautiful. I have to say. Stick around to hear more about Ana Lucia from Alex and Jose. Uh, in Sevilla, you know, las papas aliñas, like we said before, very simple. You have as well the pringa. Uh, el... Pringa was the breakfast the thing. Breakfast yeah. There's so many things going on there. In Córdoba, the flamenquín. Flamenquín is just a. Uh, uh, it's normally made with. Uh, uh, I do with um, tenderloin. And then you smash the tenderloin to make a, like a escalope. So pork tenderloin. Yeah, yeah. pork tenderloin. Uh, squeeze it, make a lovely scallop, and then you just put some uh, jamón ibérico mm. or jamón serrano. Sí. Mm. Some cheese. Ooh, yeah. okay. And then you roll it. Right. And then after that, uh, you just butter it with flour, egg, and breadcrumb. Oh, so it's like an escalope kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. And it's uh, and then I normally oh I love it with uh, fried potatoes. Oh, we've got a picture here. It's almost like a porchetta yeah. when it's yeah, rolled exactly. up. You roll it with fried potatoes, and I then I make with a uh, mustard mayo. Mm. So Jose keeps really... showing me recipes. He's not doing like self promotion. Like it's just genuinely he's showing me the recipes from his book. So. Um, if you want to get any of these recipes, then you can. You should get Andalusia, the book. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll put a link to it as well. Um, and I, then, so talking about jamón, like whereabouts is that in? That's Huelva. Huelva and Cordoba. Okay. But it's one area in Huelva. You, you can go. You, it's a it's a beautiful um, Aracena. It's called the mountains. Mm-hmm. Called Aracena and Jabugo is the area where it's produced uh, for me one of the best ham. 
Hamong Ibérico, So Habugo, is that a town or is an a town area? An area as well. Great. And yeah. what's different about the Huelva Ham? The, you know, Hamong Ibérico is amazing all over Spain. Mm-hmm. You know? But I'm very close to that area because um, I've been so many times. In Extremadura, where I'm coming so, from, they produce so many good Ibérico Hamong mm. as well. But this Aracena the mountains is called Aracena. It's so beautiful and it's all years so many things going on. I love mushrooms. Mm. And when you go to Aracena in in the season, well, you just can't What type of mushrooms really, are they? They have everything that you can imagine. I'm local sister. But uh, I went there when Pierre Kaufman. Oh, lovely. That's went, fun. Uh, yeah, that was absolutely Chef amazing. Chef trip. <laughs> Chef trip and uh, and they went to I stay. I had I needed a siesta after few sorry. Of course. And uh, he went to, to to pick up mushrooms and he bought he bring back like basket and basket of thefts. Oh you know wow. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that is one of the most amazing experiences that I have ever. How just, did you cook them? Yeah, yeah, he cooked it. Right. With butter. Just butter. Oh, that's the uh, best. That, yeah. Maybe a bit of sage or something. Yeah, I think he did just butter, butter, salt and pepper with That's plenty a- of jamón ibérico. Uh, as you know, to be next to to Pierre, I love him. He's a good friend. And that moments, yeah. you know, are I, very, very special. I think that's what um, I loved about Spain so much is the produce. Like you can just have, we used to have a um, tomato mozzarella even though it's not technically spanish and avocado salad yeah. and that the tomatoes are so no, ripe and not, juicy oh you know what i love just a simple tomato yeah and i put on top the fat of the jamón iberico <gasps> oh so it melts oh just, my gosh. don't even melt <sighs> just like raw tomato the the fat some olive oil and the jerez Sherry. <laughs> Amontillado, I will say. Amontillado. Yeah, it's all about. Yeah. But it's lovely. Jabugo is a beautiful place. It's a two restaurant there. It's Jose Vicente in Aracena. Mm. I love. He opened even the restaurant just for me sometimes. Really? We, we, oh, love, we are friends, great. you know. Yeah. And I normally go there for one night, maybe. And I love something he does. Well, he does amazing artichoke just with, you know, an egg yolk. Mm-hmm. You know, just saute raw artichoke, you clean saute, and then uh, with San Jamón, of course. Of course. And then he dress, uh, he dress, dress the, the, the dish with egg yolk. A simple saute artichoke, jamón, and mm. a raw egg. That is amazing. And then he does as well a very slow cook um, ribs. Oh, wow. Iberico ribs. Iberico ribs. Gosh, how does he cook those? So badly filthy good. Filthy good. I know Adam Bush, our cookery uh, digital. What? What's his title? (laughs) Deputy food editor. He would love that. So yeah, we'll get Uh, him there. And um, in Higuera de la Sierra, another village, is uh, Jacaranda. 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 Even it's difficult for myself. It's uh, again another beautiful <laughs> We've restaurant. Got no hope. Beautiful restaurant there. But yeah, it's Jamón uh, Ibérico is very important. And then in, in Granada, you have the Pionono. It's a dessert. 
Um, Pionono. Coming up with loads of dishes that I've never heard of before. This is great. And Almeria, of course, you have uh, the sopa bulabesa, that is a seafood uh, uh, soup. Bulabesa? Like the bulabesa. I think they they copy the name from France. Okay. But it's really cool. It's their own version of it. It's their own own theme. And is it the same? Um, So it's seafood. Yeah, it's seafood. It's a base. Uh, I I cook with, uh, I put fennel, tomato, onion a little bit of um, saffron uh, and that's it and great great uh, seafood that is the, the most important thing you know mm. all of these recipes uh, were when we are talking about uh, seafood uh, stew or, or soups they are very the, you know, easy to, you know, you don't need to have only monfish and hake. You can have bring uh, prawns, mussel, cockles, you can bring any things um, and you can put together. And in Cadiz, something I love, of course, is pescaito frito. Oh, yes. You know? What's that place called? The Flor del... There's a, there's a fried fish place called Flor. I don't know. It's many of those. It's, yeah, you know, it might be the touristy one, but I no. remember going and it was amazing. It's just every single type of fish and seafood fried. Yeah. But everything really spoke. You could tell what it was. It wasn't just fried. Mm. Even though I love just fried. Yeah. And, and tortillita de camarones. Oh. That is, you know, it's yes. really tiny camarones. <gasps> you don't know what camarones are. It's a really tiny, tiny prompts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it just make like kind of a pancake. No, it's not pancake. It's cr- crunchy. Uh, yeah, it's more like it's almost like a rosti, rosti. isn't it? Exactly. Because I think when you think of tortilla exactly. in Spanish, it's yeah. quite dense, and I don't no, like not. that because I don't like eggs. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but uh, tortillas are incredible. They're really, really crazy. Like baskets basket, with little yeah. tiny little prawns little like hidden are. in. It's I always feel bad, but they're, they're no, they're fine. They're fine. It's okay. a season that you can uh, fish in them. Right. Okay. And that is absolutely, uh, absolutely fine. No, uh, so many people sell them in the little corners in the market. Mm-hmm. Don't buy those ones. Right. Just try to buy in the proper uh, fishermen's or okay. fishmongers where you know that is um, uh, sustainable. Okay. Good. Um, something as well talking about fish. We have to talk about because whenever the first thing I do when I go back to Tarifa is go to a tapas bar called Bar del Frandes and um, have. The tuna. Tuna. Because it's the tuna trail. Yeah, exactly. Uh, tuna, red tuna, as we know, is uh, is not well sustainable. Mm. But in Spain, since the Roman, mm. in around May, Mar- Mar- April, March, May, April, uh, is a season for almadraba. Mm. The almadraba, uh, when, the, uh, when the big tunas coming from uh, the Atlantic going to the Mediterranean, um, now the government left some of the fishermen to, mm. to catch. Because it's like a specific trail, isn't it? It's the tuna trail. <clears throat> so it's more sustainable, it's isn't sustainable. it? It's sustainable. In that yeah. time, sustainable. And then some of the some of the tunas are like three, four hundred, five hundred kilos. God, it's immense, isn't it? It's just immense. And from there you can get you can get anything from the chicks. It's two restaurants in um it's two restaurants in um in the area, one is Antonio, and uh, and another one is uh, El Campero, in, in in Zara de los Atunes, and in Barbate. Where, whereabouts are they? El are Campero they, um... is in Barbate, and El Antonio is Zara de los Atunes. Both of them, they they buy the fish in the in the season, and and they fresh 
Okay, good. And then you have the proper and sustainable. Uh, but when you see the red, you know, and uh, when you have the belly, I love the belly. It's in mm. Spanish, it's called ventresca. Mm. When you just put that in la plancha, sí. you don't need oil at all. It's enough fat there. Wow. Just, just make me, look at me. Yeah, I'm happy. yeah, yeah. He's I'm very happy. happy. I'm happy, happy with a, a <laughs> glass of palo cortado. Um, just have, again, a very simple uh, tomato salad. Very good olive oil and a touch of vinegar. And the vinegar and the tomatoes will help to cut through all the the fat, the oils from mm. the fish, is, uh, you don't need more, just those two things. Mm? Great. I, I think we keep coming back to a topic, don't we, that we need to talk about a little bit. About what? Jere. Hey! <laughs> Sherry. Well, it's quite early, but I think I can have a glass now. Yeah, we, um, we actually, we have um, an episode uh, about Sherry uh, on uh, episode 120 of the podcast, if you want to hear about Sherry in more detail, but just what is your favourite type of sherry to drink? I, difficult answer. Uh, as may, many people know, sherry is a fortified wine and it's going from uh, Fino and Manzanilla. They are the driest and ones. the bells, one of the driest and bells wines in the world. Going through Amontillado, Palo Cortado, Oloroso, and creams in the middle as well. And from there, going to Fino Mantanella until Pedro Jiménez. The X, oh gosh, like that nectar. Is, uh, is a nectar. Um, is the darkest and sweetest wines in the world. And everything in the middle, you know. Um, mm. I cannot say which one is the, no. the best one. They're so different, aren't it's they? I so think different. It's really great. People are starting to be more educated about it. And Hannah, our um, drinks writer, she knows a lot about it and... I think, yeah, it's it's important to not just think, oh, I hate sherry, it's something my grandma would drink. Mm. And I know, like, people don't really think that anymore, but... No, really no anymore. To... When I open the Tapas Bar, José, in Bermondsey... Oh, I love it there. Uh, my little baby. Uh, I put a very big list of uh, sherry, and I thought, oh, maybe people is going to be... You know, mm. uh, I don't think I'm going to sell a lot, but you know what? I really want people to do understand that sherry is not a granny drink that is in the cabinet from Christmas before, <laughs> yeah. that is warm, that is super sweet, and you really don't understand what is going on. Um, but when you try something like, yeah, jam people order, and it's very popular, yeah. not just in Jose, Tapas Bar, you know, if not in all my places. That's great. That's really um, good to know. I'm very lucky to uh, to do a saca. A saca is when you take the sherry. Sherry is produced in solera system. Mm. You know, it's two or three criaderas where is and then it's the solera. The solera is the bottle, the bottom barrel, and then you have one or two criaderas. That is the younger wine. You take the wine from the bottom and you fill up with the next one. And the next one, you fill up yeah. with the younger one. That is right, in the top. so it's constantly... Uh, exactly. <clears throat> and it's why, it's why always the celery is almost the same. You know? Yes. And okay. that solera is the most important one. Right. Because we'll keep the flavor for The beginning one. Mm? Oh. Uh, I am lucky enough, I'm doing with Osborne, a friend of mine from, from Jerez, uh, and uh, I'm doing a special saca 
Special oh, saga is when right. you just take a few take bottles. It. Yeah. And um, that Solera is dated from 1911. Wow. That's amazing. Mm. It's a few bulks that are supposed to be coming to the UK because sherry was invented for the UK market. Oh, really? Yeah. It's why, you know, Osborne and you have all those different surnames mm. coming from Terry. Yeah, it's all, a bit like Port, from, isn't yeah, it? In coming from, Porto, they're all like yeah. Taylors or Grahams. Yeah. yeah Interesting. Because it was difficult to, to travel. They, um was difficult to travel. That means that they have to fortify the wine to take to the UK. Of and I am lucky enough, this year we did, they did only 700 bottles, I think, and I bought 60. I took Great. 60 bottles from there. And yeah. I don't think Good I'm going to gonna sell a lot because it's quite expensive. Have it for yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I did that. Naughty, anyway. I see what you're doing there. Um, we're running out of time, but... Uh, Already? Yes, I know. 20, 25, 27 minutes. Oh, wow. So That's I think we, we definitely need to just touch on the fact that um, even though there's all of these differences and like this, these eight provinces in Andalusia, there are a lot of things that do tie the cuisine together. I think probably the main thing would be the the influence of like, more, you know, the moors, yeah. etc. Because of all, if you think of all the spices and the ingredients, do you want to just they, they brought, tell yeah, everyone about uh, that? You know, the moors were in Spain for more than 700 years before where the Romans, Phoenician was a really big, uh, diverse and different cultures uh, that bring all the the, the the flavors with them, you know, um, all the spices, the honey were bring from the, the, the moors. The way to eat was bring from the moor to, to Spain. Um, salad was the healthy way for them to eat. They, they bring all the sweetness, all the honey, all mm. the almonds. Um, and then after that, of course, was not many pork going on around. Of course, <laughs> right, yes. And then Christians came all the more out, all the old buildings and uh, mes mesquitas, mesquites, you know, the churches, how you call it? Uh, mosques. Mosque was converted to a cathedral and churches. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's amazing because you can still see in the architecture yeah, definitely the influences. Definitely there, and it's in all over. They were there for, like we say, for more than 700 years. Christians, Christian, very lot of pork, and uh, yeah, it's all over Andalusia. Uh, but what is about Andalusia is the people. Yes. It's the weather. The weather makes the people in different way, make us in different way, and of course the food. We have all the gazpachos, you know, and you have the salmorejo, it's quite similar than gazpacho, but it's thicker. Mm, uh, bread, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. so stunning. You have ajo blanco, it's a gazpacho made with almonds, garlic, you know, uh, and bread. It's, just, it's, the, it's what, you know, the sun, mm. the heat, I wish we bring the people sun. out. <laughs> and when the people are out, the people want to dance, and it's the flamenco, and it's the happy days, and it's just, it's a lovely place to, I think, I'm from Extremadura, it's like two and a half hours from Seville up my my, my village, uh, but I think Andalusia is one place where I can to to retire. Yeah. Wow, I love to see the good. sun all year around. Of course, I will keep my my house, my flat, or whatever is here in the, in London because I need um, 
London is my home as well. But definitely Andalusia is a place to is a place to go. It's uh, it's all about the culture, it's the food, it's the people, it's the weather. It's uh, it's just happy place to go. Yeah, and it's all I about can, that. It's about the food and about the food, the Jerez, and it's about people. It's all about people, and it's all all about to have fun, and yes. it's what happening in Andalusia. Great. Well, we're recording this on a very cold January day, so <laughs> you can imagine I'm feeling like I would like to Let's go, go now. back to Andalusia now. Um, but if anybody wants to find out more about the recipes we've talked about, then definitely uh, buy the book Andalusia. You can get it. Where can you get it? Everywhere. 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 It's a beautiful, um, colourful um, cover, so you can definitely see it. Um, and... Yeah, if you want to learn more about Jerez, go back to episode 120 and, yeah, just listen to some of Jose's tips from where to eat and drink in Seville and go and book your holidays. That's it. Let's do it now. <laughs> Come yeah. on, Alex. Let's do it, you and me. Thanks for chatting well, and thank you. see you soon. Bye. So that was the Olive Magazine podcast. If you like this episode, please review and rate us. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to find out more information on things in this episode, you can visit our website, olivemagazine.com. You can pick up a copy of our brand new Feb issue on the newsstand now, or go and download the app version. Bye for now, and we'll be back next week with more food and drink chat.